Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. That Maybe. was amazing. <laughs> Hello, Destiny. Hello, Lizzie Acker. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right on this fine Monday that we are recording. The Monday before Thanksgiving. It is the Monday before Thanksgiving. And you know what? Like Over the weekend, I went to a Friendsgiving, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wow, it's now, now that it's been Thanksgiving, cause that now it's over mm-hmm. because that happened. <laughs> I mean, I still will celebrate regular Thanksgiving, but it's the winter holiday season. Yes. As you, I, I do always wear a Mickey Mouse Christmas sweatshirt, mm-hmm. but I'm, ne- I'm now actually wearing a Mickey Mouse Christmas sweater. I love that. It's very festive. Um, and if you want to see it with your own eyes, you can go to, Oregon Live's YouTube channel, yeah. where we post um, a video of us doing this very podcast every week if you want to witness us with your eyes and also your ears. Yeah. I recommend. We're pretty cute. Yeah, we've got good outfits. Usually it's Destiny, as usual. She looks good today. Thank you but so much. But I am much. wearing a cool sweater. And I did finally take down my Halloween decorations and put up some little snowmen. Wow. I also am going to put up uh, some new Hanukkah like clings because mm-hmm. I... <laughs> last like window year, clings? yeah window clings i thought they're they're kind of funny and cute yeah. and last year i put some up and then as the holiday like as it was far far away from the holiday mm. i took most of it down except for the word happy and like the um the candles because mm-hmm. I, I liked it but then so to, the other day i was like you know what i'm gonna look at these window clings that have been up for a year and they get baked on there there were no there were a lot of little uh like fruit flies oh dead (laughs) so i took them down and i I ordered some more graveyard okay just a pro tip if you've got window clings up for a year you might want to check on them yeah or maybe it's like a good bug trap i don't know maybe that's interesting we haven't put up any decorations yet we usually get a little tree for the front window mm-hmm. where I'm a, I'm a live tree oh, heck yes. person. Um, and thankfully my roommate's also a live tree person. So I, I appreciate that. We haven't done any of that yet though. Um, but very exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here for a decolonized Thanksgiving. Oh, I yeah. always, um, I always donate to Naya okay, organization on Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. then get together with my loved ones and eat a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, that's basically all it is. Yeah, we do we do land acknowledgments. Love my, that. my dad's gotten pretty into it, and we, you know, talk mm-hmm. about the um, our settler colonial past and yeah. uh, what we can do to acknowledge the people whose land we stole. It's honestly the least we can do as we get together and just right. practice the most gluttony we're probably going to practice all year. I'm making deviled eggs, which Ooh, I love to make. I'm making a baked brie. I also just want to point yum. out this is why though the podcast. This is why the podcast. <laughs> welcome to why welcome. though the podcast. This is um, the podcast where we turn uh, Lizzie Acker's critically acclaimed, in my opinion, advice column called Why Though that comes out every Tuesday at organlive.com slash why though spelled W H Y T H O into a podcast. Yeah, and we, we chat about, about it. We talk about advice. Mm-hmm. We talk about um, you know holidays. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, books. Sometimes the weather. I mean, how Lizzie is an almost Disney adult. Um basically a Disney yeah and you know what I'm trying I think this year what I'm gonna try to do and by this year I mean 2024 Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just try to come to terms and accept that that's who I am because I have said I don't know if I've said this on this podcast but I say it to other people like if you had told me when I was 30 that um something about me when I'm 41 or 40 or (laughs) 
let's be honest, 35 when I first went to Disneyland, um, is that I will absolutely like love Disneyland and want to go there like as much as possible. I mean, I'm a girl who like used to go to New York a lot. Sure. And now I go to Disneyland a lot. I would slap you in the effing face. <laughs> I would have been like, take it out of your mouth. I would never How be a you? Disney adult. Yeah. And here I am in a Mickey Mouse sweater that sweater that I got on eBay because taking my family to Disneyland on Christmas. I think that's so lovely. And I, here's the thing: Disneyland is a fully immersive art experience, and if you hate it, you hate art. I've never been to Disneyland, mm. but I hope to get there in 2024. Oh yes, you yeah. gotta go. I hope to get there. I've been to Disney World once. Mm-hmm. As a child, Florida, so you think it would be a bunch more of it? Um, well, we were a Universal family, so okay. we went to Universal a lot. Okay, okay. I'm really into roller coasters, so okay. if I'm going to an amusement park, I'm typically wanting to go on a roller coaster. Okay. Um, so that's mostly why we didn't do that. But mm-hmm. um, I'm really excited for your family. Mm-hmm. And um, listen, if you want to be a Disney adult, I'm into a lot of things: comic books, video games, lots yeah. of things that adults quote unquote shouldn't be into and I yeah. this is a safe space I'll never judge you yeah I know that it's problematic don't get me wrong like, if you want to tell us how problematic it is you can text, yeah, you should text me it. about it I mean if you want to absolutely tell me how wrong I am the, the just text the word advice to five zero three five six nope let me try that again text the word advice to five zero three seven five one eight seven three one and then click the link and subscribe and you, you can, can text me and I will text you back. Yeah. You can text Lizzie about being a Disney adult or all the other non-adult things you're into. But mostly she'll text you about, you know, the column. Yeah. Yeah. I, I text people pretty much every day. Got to do that today. I haven't done it yet. Um, about all kinds of things, you know, just uh, it's kind of like if you like to follow me on Twitter, but aren't on Twitter anymore. Like me, I'm barely on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, I guess it doesn't even exist anymore. Um, yeah. That's where you'll get that that uh daily shot of lizzie hacker i do miss twitter i know there was a time on the other hand you know what i was thinking the other day like i used to think in tweets like i would even like not not purposely but i would be like just going through my day and be like oh that would be a good tweet you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. thinking in tweets that does not happen to me anymore i don't have that like oh that'd be a good tweet Mm. i none of the other platforms have really like spoken to you spoken to me and i i and twitter now is like it's not only like a cesspool, but it's just not as good as it used to be. Mm, absolutely. So it's like, I just don't have that feeling anymore. Weird. Maybe good, you know? Yeah. A little social media detox in yeah, a way. a little. <laughs> We're not really detoxing. Yeah. Well, let's be yeah. clear. Let's not get too serious about <laughs> it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we do have a question Should from my reader. Yeah, we have yeah. some advice uh, if you're ready. I am ready. Um, it says, Dear Lizzie, why though? Thanks for the yeah. shout out, shout the out. Mm-hmm. to the column. Yep. Um, if you could hear the yelling, screaming fight happening inside of my head right now, you'd leave the room. <laughs> Illustrative. I appreciate that. So I need someone to help me sort this out. We've got an international guest coming soon to stay at our home for a week long visit. I've never met this person and likely will never see them again. They're visiting due to a work event hosted by my spouse's company. There may, uh, there may also end up being a language barrier though. We've been told their English is good. How much am I supposed to clean and cook? My spouse is happy with whatever I can contribute time-wise and isn't pushing. But I'm struggling between my lifelong custom of being a great host and knowing that I can't do it all and really don't even want to. There's a slight possibility this person could stay at a hotel, but the cost to the company will make it so we end up losing money 
on the event and would make logistics harder as we don't live very close to any good hotel options. We would still have the task of feeding them basically every meal. I really want to just chill out about this, but can't seem to. Even just writing this out is stressful. Help! <laughs> Want to bring over a casserole? They ask at the end. <laughs> Signed, hesitant host. Oh, I actually like this question because um, I have traveled internationally before and mm -hmm. stayed at people's houses. Mm -hmm. And I can, so I was like, think, when I was thinking about it, I was like, why is this person so weird? I was like, oh, I get it. Like, they th feel like they should be a hotel and they're mm -hmm. not sure like what their position is. But I think, because spoiler, I have read this question previously. <laughs> I sent it to Destiny. Yeah. Um, someone emailed it to me last week. So I have been kind of thinking about it a little bit. And, um, you know, when you go visit another country and stay at someone's house, part of the experience is like being part of the family. Mm -hmm. So if you're the host, I do think like you need to chill out like a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, this person is coming to stay with you and kind of just hoping to experience like American culture and right. your home. Um, you don't need to make their bed, you know, like it's your mm -hmm. change the sheets at the end of the week. But I mean, like that's their room. Let them have that space. Mm -hmm. um, don't worry about, you know, keep your house sure clean, but like right. you don't have to like be scrubbing the floors every day. This isn't, this isn't a hotel. It's mm -hmm. somebody's house. And that's like the benefit of it. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, you do not have to be cooking full meals for every meal. I would say get some toast for breakfast, find out what kind of coffee they like or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if they're doing events, hopefully there's lunch kind of taken care of. Also like, you know, going out for cheeseburgers. Yeah. That's like pretty fun mm -hmm. when you're, when you're staying at somebody's house. I think the really the main thing, I, I don't know if you've, you've ever been like in a host family situation I, I was an exchange student in high school, um, so I was in several host families, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I, we had an exchange student, and um, and we've actually had multiple exchange students when I was a kid, and but but going from my experience of being, I mean, I was a child, obviously, this is an adult, but the real thing that you want is like a little bit of relaxing time in your own space mm -hmm. especially if you're only in another country for a week you are so jet-lagged this person yeah. is going to be exhausted they're working and they have just come from a different country mm -hmm. um i think just like don't pressure them to do anything just you know you can make offers like hey we're all gonna go do this thing you can come if you want mm -hmm. or else there's like cereal or, you know, like, or you right. can make yourself a sandwich, you know, have things available so they can like make mm -hmm. their own food or whatever, but do not be offended if they're like, I just actually need to, to sleep in this room right now mm -hmm. for like a long time. You know, I think giving someone space, um, is really the main thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I haven't been in a, like a host family situation, but I did travel abroad and I lived abroad for like six weeks mm -hmm. in college and I lived um like basically three blocks away from the german campus mm -hmm. in apartments i lived alone in an apartment oh, um cool. so we just i mean we did everything we went to all the grocery stores and in this small german town mm -hmm. so it was very immersive in that way nice. um and that stuff that to me was the best part was just observing right. and doing all the things that normal i was in germany so normal german people do yeah um and the language barrier 
I was learning German at the time, mm-hmm. so my German wasn't great. Mm-hmm. All German people say their English isn't great, and yeah. then it's like, it's like flawless. It's yeah. so, so absurd. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, I only speak a little bit of English and they'll be so good I'm, I'm like I only speak a little bit of German and it's like so bad but they're always so yeah. nice about it um I loved my time in Germany mm-hmm. but um it was never an issue mm-hmm. because you just figure it out you know if you're trying to communicate with somebody you mm-hmm. figure out how to do it you know right. what I mean so like if you're really concerned I, I understand why you might be concerned about that because um it could make making somebody feel welcome a little little more difficult right. one more barrier mm-hmm. that you can't control and mm-hmm. it seems like you're having um some anxiety about the things you can and can't control <laughs> been there right um am there all the time so <laughs> i understand that i'm also somebody who freaks out when they have company yeah i mean like i'm Mary, let me tell you, I am on the floor, hands and knees, scrubbing the baseboards with a toothbrush. <laughs> like, I get a little crazy. So just, yeah, I think Lizzie, I mean, Lizzie does give advice for a living. <laughs> but I think she's right. Like, I think you need to take a breath and, and understand that this person is an adult. They're a professional right. who works with your spouse. Yeah. Who's going to understand that this is a home that somebody lives in. Right. That they are privileged to be able to stay at because they Absolutely. don't have to pay any money. The yeah. company's not paying any money. They understand what the gig is. Yeah. And that you're going to have things available for them, but also like maybe get your favorite takeout places menus and make them available and like let them know, Hey, if you want something, here's how you can do that. Mm -hmm. Or if that's too much for them, we can do it for you. If you want to look through this, we can do it for you. You know, stuff like that um, to give them a little bit of autonomy Mm -hmm. or like Lizzie said, make things available to them. Um, But like for the most part, I mean, think about when you're traveling for a work conference. Yeah. All I want to do, all I'm thinking about when I'm sitting in that like hotel boardroom or wherever I am, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would love to be in my hotel room right now, Right. you know, which is your house room, Uh you know, like I just would love to be in a space where I can just be a little lump because Mm -hmm. I've traveled. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm probably hungry. My brain is working overtime because I'm tired and I'm doing work. Yeah. And I'm in a, 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 when you're at usually an event, those are long days Mm -hmm. where you're meeting lots of people Mm -hmm. and. You know, so I think that because you're concerned about being a good host, whatever you do, the peripheral clean that you do on your home will be immaculate. I'm very, I'm I'm very certain because you're so concerned. I know that it's going to be clean in there Mm -hmm. and just, yeah, just make it easy. Just whatever you guys normally do, do it, just do it. You know what I mean? Just add one more person into the mix and, you Mm -hmm. know, yeah, I I don't really think it's going to be. I don't think you need to bend over backwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's better if you don't. I mean, I think, I think it's more welcoming if you are, if you're, you know, pretty honestly who you are and Mm. yeah, giving people space is like offering like, yeah, is like work and watch TV or whatever, but also feel totally fine going and just hanging out in your room. Um, yeah, I think, I think like keeping your expectations reasonable of what that person can physically handle is mm-hmm. really, is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and also of yourself, just like cut yourself some slack. It's awesome that you're hosting someone from another country and mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to do. Um, like, and I, I really, I'm trying to think, I haven't done it really as an adult. I guess I stayed uh, at the house of people I didn't know in France when I was in college for mm-hmm. a, a couple days only. Um, but in high school, I lived with people I didn't know for eight months. Um, different. I lived in like, I basically lived in two different places, two different houses. Mm-hmm. And is this when you were in Africa? Yeah, I was in gotcha, South Africa. Yeah. 
And um, I, so you know, there's a, it's different being 16. Yeah. But um, for sure, for sure, <laughs> the things I I appreciated when they happened were some autonomy. Yeah. Um, and uh, especially at the beginning, man, the first week I was there it was so intense. I because I was so tired. Like it was mm-hmm. lots of intense things happened, but also I was like at a level of tired. I remember this has nothing to do with anything except that we <laughs> went to the zoo in Johannesburg. It was like they were taking us on all these activities to, sure, try to yeah. keep us awake to, mm-hmm. to and um they had horses at the zoo. I think, but I could have been Wild. in a fugue state. Sure. Like I'm That's still so not sure if I hallucinated the horses at the zoo. Or they really were horses at the zoo because it was Africa. And yeah. you can go on a safari and see giraffes and lions and mm-hmm. elephants. But horses are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there are wild there are wild horses in Florida. But there, right. there might not be just wild. <laughs> there are wild horses like in Johannesburg. I don't know about that. That's and I mean, wild we, though. Like there's. You can have ponies at a petting zoo or something. But yeah. Horses. This is different. Yeah. It was like seeing a cow at the zoo. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a horse funny. is a working animal. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Anyway. um, Yeah. I think you know you could even ask this person hey i know that you're going to be busy working all week but is there anything that you want to eat anything you'd like to do while you're in the area and we'll make time to do that you know what i mean like just you know this person is a working professional they're here working their 40 hours you you know as a working professional you don't have a ton of extra time on your hands so if there's one place if they're like oh you know some some places are obsessed with american culture other places do not care right so i don't know where this person's coming from but they could be like i would love to have a cheeseburger right. you know what i mean and other places take might be me like, to a mall literally yeah. yeah and other people might be like no it's fine yeah. you know like right. so you may be putting this undue pressure on yourself yeah. for somebody who's just looking for a crash pad and like mm-hmm. knows how to order out yeah you know and like is familiar with all of these things right. and maybe if i'm you know i'm thinking about somebody who's maybe coming from like a Scandinavian country. Yeah. Probably less of a little bit of a culture shock, probably less obsessed with America than maybe yeah. somebody from like maybe, a, but you never know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Then like an Eastern Asian country yeah. where things are just a lot different. The culture yeah. is just a lot different. So, yeah. so, it, you know, there, there may be more of an interest in doing things culturally. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. just feel it out. Yeah. Portland is an amazing place. There's so many cool things to do. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if you're local. I'm assuming you might be, yeah, but, but know. we have a podcast. You can be from anywhere. Right. Yeah. So, um, Lizzie's syndicated. You can be yeah, from anywhere. You can be from anywhere. Um, but if you are from Portland, yeah. you know, maybe offer to take him to Powell's yeah, or like get a slice totally. of pizza or like just go into the city for, yeah. you know, a day. Take him to the Lloyd Center. It's really weird over there now. Oh, there's lots cool. of really cool businesses over there now. Yeah, there's ice skating. Ice I skating, think they yeah. got there. I mean, Christmas tree up. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I would love to bring yourself. you a casserole, yeah. though. I mean, you know, it'd be nice. I think yeah. I, have, I have been on both sides of the exchange thing lots of times especially when i was younger because we had exchange students as i said i was an exchange student um there's sometimes it doesn't work out you know what i mean like the the personalities don't mesh and it's bad and it's only a week it's only a week (laughs) it's only a week and it'll be over soon enough yeah and if it works out and you guys stay friends you can go visit them there you go yeah oh my gosh you'll be great don't worry i know it's really stressful to have company over but like just take a deep breath. Yeah. Uh, they're going to remember that you offered to take them to a place they wanted to go, like Burgerville or something. <laughs> then then they're gonna, not going to be like, wow, there was dust in that one corner. Right. They didn't totally. get that one cobweb up from really up high. Right. Like they're not. They don't care. They do not care. Yeah. Never once, even me, somebody who is crazy about <laughs> cleaning, I've never walked into somebody else's house and been like, 
Wow. wow. They didn't dust their bookshelf. <laughs> I've never thought that. Never. So you'll be okay. Yay. Okay. You'll be okay. Okay. Good advice. We did it. You have we a lot advice. of worldly experience from having traveled like that when you were a kid. I really do. I think my, it's really cool. I like my parents, you know, they may not have taken me to Disneyland, <laughs> but um, they were very like, we moved a lot and they were mm-hmm. very like pro traveling. My mom actually went to, cool. my mom went to nurse midwifery school in Scotland. Wow. My dad, his, his dad did a sabbatical in London. My dad lived in London. My dad lived as a kid. So actually, cool. my mom lived in Germany um, when she was like four. She Do you spoke know where? German. I don't remember where, but it was mm, like after curious. World War II, my, my grandpa was an optometrist for the the military and so they were like part of the reconstruction of germany or whatever so she learned german as a little kid Mm. um so they they were always so so supportive of the idea of traveling um i got to go to italy in eighth seventh grade on a school trip which was like amazing and then they always encouraged me to be exchange. Oh my gosh, my nose is stuffed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's a child, so she's sick a lot. <laughs> she's gonna. I'm actually like though. not yeah. sick, but yeah, um, I was sick. Uh, yeah, so they really encouraged me to be an exchange student. Uh, my favorite cousin. Mm-hmm. Sorry, tell my other cousin. <laughs> um, you know who you are. Uh, no, she was an exchange student. She's older than me. She was an exchange student in Belgium, mm-hmm. and wow. so they were always like. And I was like learning French. They were like, yeah. you go to a French being country. And then I got really mad my sophomore year of high school about lots of things sure. I don't need to get into. But someday I'm sure I will. Um, you know, just disillusionment. And also being 16 is hard. Yeah, I was 15. <laughs> I was 15. 15 um, and I was like, F this. I don't know why I'm saying F this a lot. I know we're mm. allowed to say the real word sometimes. But I, I'm going to Africa. Mm-hmm. And I applied to be an exchange student. The only country that AFS I could go to because I was only 15 was yeah. South Africa. I wanted to go to Ghana. My friend ended up going to Ghana. Mm-hmm. And w- I was part of this pilot program that was just, um, there were just uh, six kids from the United States that they, we were the first, the second group of kids they'd sent to South Africa after apartheid ended. We're laughing because I remember a friend of mine, like at the time in Corvallis, mm-hmm. this girl was like, are you going to live with an African American family? <laughs> and I was like, no no <laughs> they're just african <laughs> yeah. they don't have african-american people in well i'm they actually do yeah but right but no i'm not living with an african-american right family. that that was that was very cute that was a real corvallis um, yeah sure because we didn't want to say black so. right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, that's the 90s for you yes um, yeah i mean still a little today yeah definitely yeah. but anyway amazing experience and yeah uh, to God, my child doesn't want to do something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was my terrifying for my parents, and I was gone for eight months. And that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, came home after a violent incident. My family didn't travel. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have the opportunity to travel, so my mom really wanted me to. So I, yeah. I've been around to some places mm-hmm. uh, around Europe mostly, yeah. and um, which has been really fun it's, it's and really great. Fun, and I love yeah. it. And yeah. yeah. When I was in college, I then was an exchange student in Scotland. Very I picked cool. the easiest possible country and got terrible grades and had a great time. Yeah, I had so much fun in Germany. I mean, my yeah. grades didn't suffer, but I did <laughs> drink a lot. Yeah. Uh, basically, Shit. what I'm saying is I just just drunk a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, Germany knows how to drink. That that rumor yeah. about them, it, it's you a know, true rumor. Europe? A lot of places in Europe, like, Europe they go hearties. hard. They I mean, sure do. in Scotland, a lot of the kids that were, like, I was 
21 and 22 when i was there they're way better about drinking they, were, they, they were, like because they've been drinking for well, so long they were drinking a lot and they were like 17 year olds yeah but they i just feel like in some ways they are and in some ways they, are. they you were just read this book shuggy bane though. i just felt like they were like i don't know like i felt like we were like blackout you know what i mean oh, like yeah, we would they, wake up the next day and we were like non-functional and yeah. they were like fine yeah like, they're they're like, like oh used to it. yeah yeah you right. know what i mean like they this yeah. is like part of the culture like yeah. we were out like partying because mm-hmm. this wasn't really part of like right. what we normally do um so all the exchange kids were just like oh, yeah. one day i was like too hungover to go to the like an excursion yeah. in the black forest <laughs> and everybody knew why but yeah right would say oh anyway. i've spent a lot of time well even when i was in <laughs> south africa uh as a 15 and s- no i got I, I i applied when i was 15 left when i was 16 i turned 17 while i was there um there was no drinking age in south africa maybe there is i don't know not enforced certainly not <laughs> so, not talked like, about clearly yeah like we would be out at a mall and like served alcohol wow and i before i went there was not a drinking person i was the real like i am the designated driver mm-hmm. you know like sorry i shouldn't be mean to myself i was just like not a, yeah. in high school i didn't drink in the united states uh-huh <laughs> and johannesburg slightly <laughs> different story <laughs> And I also learned a lot because I was like, oh, I get it. I feel I was pretty miserable, very homesick and felt Mm -hmm. really, you know, I was a a white person in a lot of situations where I was the only white person. Yeah. And that was an alienating experience. to feel like a minority when you've never felt like a minority. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's wild. I mean, people were touching my hair. You know what I mean? Kids were pointing at me and looking at me sometimes. And I'd be like, glug. Mm-hmm. I will drink some more. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I think traveling is great. So we travel if you can. Break? Shout out to that person that's coming. I hope you have a great time here in the States and here in Portland, if that's where you're coming. Well, uh, to end the episode today, because we did talk a little bit about our traveling, which is no big deal. Mm-hmm. You can just chat with us. You're yeah. two friends on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Text us and tell us where you've traveled. Yeah. Uh, 503-751-8731. And just click the link and subscribe. You can text the Lizzie Hacker. Yeah. Like, really, you can text her. Right. You should be so thankful for the privilege. (laughs) Um, Do we want to do a little smash or pass situation? Yeah, let's do a smash or pass. Yeah. If you're new to the pod, first of all, thanks so much for listening to us. Just chit chat and give some advice. Also, this is a segment where we talk about things that we like, aka things we would smash, and then things we don't like, things that we would pass on. Sometimes they're deeply personal and other times they're kind of silly. I have a little bit of a silly one. Oh, let's hear it. All right. My smash for this week is a new game. It's an indie game. It's called Dave the Diver. And you play... As this, I'm, I'm fat, so I'm, when, let, I'm good, just going to let you know, I'm describing this character as fat in a non-fat phobic way. He's so cute. He's uh-huh. this fat little guy. His name's Dave. Uh-huh. And he's like, this is a kind of pixelated looking game. Uh-huh. It's on the N- Nintendo Switch. You, he's a little diver and you uh-huh. go down and you, f- you like catch fish and then you run this little sushi oh. restaurant. It's very cute. It's very um, zen, very wholesome. I like to play. <laughs> a couple hours of video games when I get off of work just to like wind down before mm-hmm. I do my chores or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, this was a great game. It was on sale and, um, it was cheap and I would pay a lot more money than I did pay for How it. How much did you pay for it? I paid 20 bucks for it. And wow. I would pay like 40 bucks for Amazing. it. And I love supporting small indie games. That's cool. What's yeah. it called again? Dave, the diver, Dave, the diver. We'll link that. Yeah. That's very good. Love it. Love yeah. it. You got a smash for this um, week? Um, yeah. You know, I, frequently smash different books mm-hmm. and i was thinking um 
I'm I'm currently in two book clubs and I just want to mm. like smash the idea of book clubs. I've always wanted to join one, but uh, I'm like a little afraid. Well, um, you could just make one. That's true. There's there's literally no rules when it comes to book clubs. Mm-hmm. One that I'm in is kind of an established book club that I joined. Mm-hmm. I am a very bad member of that book club. I was <laughs> sick this last meeting. I was my daughter was sick the meeting before, mm-hmm. but I do always read the books. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really fun to have like um to be reading with other people and even if you don't like love the book or even if you don't go to the meeting or whatever like I just it's just such a I don't know a positive way to connect with people mm-hmm. and also you know sometimes people are like oh what's an English degree even worth and I'm like you know what I'm in two book clubs <laughs> my English degree is getting a lot of mileage there these days go. like I read for pleasure and I read for work reading is so important and um i don't know start a book club you can just read all the books on oprah's list you know like and if you need any you know if you have any book questions or like you want me to recommend you a book all you have to do is text the word advice or even a different word actually i've been told you can text literally any word you can text (laughs) the word book to 503-751-8731 and then click the link and subscribe and i will recommend you personally a book we do have lots of thoughts about books it's very true we do and i think we have different like likes in books so we could you know we can if, if you have some Real questions about books. We yeah, have I think the we answers. Can cover the, we yeah, are the girls with glasses. Mm-hmm. So, which means we read. Which means we read. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to piggyback on that. I read an article in the New York Times this week. My favorite Lucy Maud Montgomery book is Turning 100. And it was all about Emily of New Moon and the Emily of New Moon books, which are people do not. They're You've not mentioned as, them. They're before, not yeah. as popular as Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. She's a darker character. Um, apparently she lucy maud montgomery like felt more connected to this character um these books like rocked my world as a child i remember head under the covers light on sobbing reading the first one like as a 11 or 12 year old you know Mm -hmm. anyway so if you want to start somewhere emily of new moon wow i just i found my copy and i'm like i I gotta start reading it again that's so great is that something you're gonna share with nona you think yeah, when she's older. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it starts right. with like uh, her dad dying. I mean, yeah, yeah. She, no, it's just a yeah, yeah, so we yeah, won. but oh, but yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, that's very yeah. sweet. Okay, do you have a pass? Oh, just so many, but I think <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my um, my official pass for this week. It's getting deeply personal. Are you yeah, ready? Yeah. It's gonna be heartburn. Oof. <laughs> and I know. Listen, thirty-one. I have had such severe heartburn since I was probably. 16 mm. I, I who do knows? Tums help no okay Pepsid complete okay. is the only thing <laughs> not um, sponsored not sponsored <laughs> but listen Pepsid if you're looking for a spokesperson <laughs> I will sing your praises to, to hear it, mm-hmm. to Timbuktu and back um yeah literally my diet is can only be displ- explained as bleak because mm-hmm. of the diabetes. So I have um, one single egg and egg whites. I turn it into a little sandwich on mm-hmm. like a little bagel thin every morning. Um, that single egg yolk gives me heartburn mm. every day. I'm so sorry. Every day. That's and a real bummer. It's a real bummer. And you say, why don't you just not eat the egg? Well, 
there aren't very many other options. So <laughs> sometimes you gotta I, have some protein, as I tell my child. Yes, yeah, sometimes I just have a protein shake, but sometimes you just want a warm breakfast. Sure, you know? yeah. Um, so maybe it's overall gastrointestinal issues, but having heartburn at now 31, but at any year prior to this, mm-hmm. you can imagine me saying that mm-hmm. having heartburn at age whatever not the business yeah i have to say that i've only really gotten heartburn when i was pregnant and <sighs> hated it horrible <laughs> it's horrible sometimes it like leaves my esophagus raw it's gross I'm it's sorry. so bad i'm very sorry um so zero out of ten if zero anybody can 10. relate you know how to get a hold of lizzie and you can also yeah, tell her you can also it. text me and you can there's lots of ways to get you can email us. us and stuff but yeah yeah um let's see what am i going to pass on to day she's like a horrible case over the weekend it's like oh. all i could think about i'm so sorry thank you so much um if we're doing physical ailments i will pass yeah. on headaches because Ooh. i had a headache all last week and you i was did. like i am dying i guess i should go to the doctor because to get an mri because i probably have brain cancer and then i got sick and this actually happens to me all the time yeah i get headaches at the drop of a hat been to the doctor haven't gotten our mri hopefully i don't have brain cancer but um and I got sick and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm s- that's why I, I always like I always have a headache before. I go sick. Yeah. So maybe maybe I'll pass on like forgetting to be aware of my own body. And um, yeah, I think women in particular, uh, I'll, I'll walk that. Yeah, back. Yeah. I think people with uteruses in mm-hmm, particular mm-hmm. in particular are really good at ignoring the signs uh, that their bodies are giving them because (laughs) monthly it gives us many signs that we just kind of have to ignore and keep going about our business um so i think people with uteruses are just like really good at ignoring like pain and like stuff like this and you know like putting it it in the background app sort of you know like you're aware of it but it's like not right there um so yeah and then you forget and you're like why do i feel like this and all of a sudden maybe you'll start your period or you'll get sick or whatever and you're like like, oh why does the world feel like it's falling apart oh that's why i'm menstruating happens yeah it happens to me all the time i hate about that i remember this doesn't happen to me that much anymore but i used to like maybe quarterly once every four times a year i would get really really emotional like really upset like um i mean i was in kind of an unstable relationship Mm. but it would be like I would be like, oh, my relationship is falling apart. Like, this person hates me. They're not. I would end up walking around San Francisco all night, just like very stressed out. I even tried to convince the doctor to prescribe me Valium. Luckily, it was a doctor who was like, have you considered meditation? And I was like, go straight to hell. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, and then I would get my period. Yeah. You know, it was like, I mean, I, I think it was a mixture. I, I think that we don't necessarily acknowledge the power (laughs) of Mm -hmm. our premenstrual state which might be a little bit height is like heightened Mm -hmm. like maybe it's this moment when you're like you should really be listening to what your mind and body is saying i have this thing called pmdd Mm, premenstrual dysphoric disorder yeah so for about a week before i start my period i'm just ready to jump off any high building and then for the week that i have my period Mm -hmm. i feel like superman you're like cool i'm cool Uh uh-huh yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel invincible yeah um so i take some medication to just keep all that a little regular yeah but yeah it can be wild yeah Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and the way that you're like taken aback by it every time you're like this is it right i'm gonna die yeah and then you're like oh no i'm actually like falling apart mentally and i was like oh hmm, no you're embarrassing but on the other hand i think there was like this huge effort by people my mom's generation to be like it's not a real thing because men 
no offense, but offense. Um, the like, hysteria of it all. Yeah, like yeah. like made this. They were like acted like women couldn't do anything because they were too yeah hysterical or crazy yeah. or whatever. When in fact, like, I would have liked to know as a young person that this might affect me. Uh huh. And also just like be able to harness it and be aware of it and be like, okay, I might be feeling really upset right now, and instead of completely discounting my feelings, let's interrogate them and think mm-hmm. about what's going on, like. I really wasn't a terrible relationship and could yeah, not trust my partner right. and probably should have left them long, long before I did. Yeah. In a so very physical and real sense. Almost in the other, <laughs> in the other way, instead of chalking it up to, Oh, I'm yeah. just being sensitive because of this. Yeah. 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 It can also work in your non-favor yeah. too. So yeah. Trust your body. y'all. Trust your body. Your Why though the podcast? Trust your body. Why though the podcast trust your body? We're not doctors, do no, we? No, we're not doctors, <laughs> but you know, we've both ended up in the hospital before. So yeah, be as feral as be as feral as you'd like, but don't blame us either way. <laughs> That's the advice for today. Okay. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Let's be grateful. I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for so many things. I'm grateful for so many things. I'm grateful that I get to do this podcast with you, Destiny, and Thank see you, you in so real much. life, and it's so nice to have people. I'm grateful for our listeners and our viewers mm-hmm. and our readers and. um you know, sometimes the world feels like it's ending, but it's really awesome to have like real connections with human beings. I agree. And I'm uh, going to be so grateful for the probably six whole eggs I'm going to eat in deviled egg form. So <laughs> Deviled eggs are truly one of the best creations. I agree with you. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much. We hope you have a lovely holiday and we'll see you uh, or you'll hear us again next week. Bye. Bye listening to why though the podcast subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you're looking for more why though check out my column that comes out every tuesday on oregonlive.com you can support our local journalism by going to oregonlive.com slash pod support